get into gates. We are back for episode 13, the one, the only, the goddess of what love. Is she? love and sex, sex drugs, drugs, and drugs, and rock and roll. And roll. Indeed, uh, we are get into gate. We are talking an episode of Stargate SG One, uh, one episode per week, introducing one of the team that's never seen the show before. Us other three lovers. Uh, my name is Mitch. The second is Maddie. Yo. And the third is Brando. Ah, for crying out loud! <laughs> there we go. A little bit of Jack <laughs> and our newbie, our rookie, our first time watcher, Reese. Well, good day. Hey, there we go. Nice. What's the characters hey, in this show? You... <laughs> he's, hey, he's back, back, baby. He's back. <laughs> God, I was excited about that news the other week. Oh, that was excellent. <laughs> so happy about it. It wasn't really, like, it's not geek news, but God, I wanted to cover it on Get mm. Into Geek. I'm like, it's worthy. We need to get, we need to get Russell Coyd in. Well, we are uh, talking Hathor uh, this week. Now, uh, as we brought back last week, let's uh, go back to the DVD from the 90s, uh, The Evil Gold. I say that differently every time too. I say, I'm just going to start saying Gould and just be you yeah. know, ignorant. Bastardize no. it. Evil... Like Tilk says it, please. You can say Gold. it. You can say it as in if if someone doesn't know how to say it, you <laughs> say, do you know Phil Gould? There you go. There you go. He's a bloody <laughs> the <laughs> plug sucking <laughs> serpent. <laughs> the evil Gus Gould Hathor escapes from a Mayan pyramid. <laughs> In Mexico, God, I hope people listening are into the NRL. Otherwise, that, that reference is straight over. Yeah, it's straight um, over my head. <laughs> at the Stargate facility, she uses her charms to seduce the men into helping her take over the world. Can Samantha Carter and her female colleagues defeat her? Oh, yeah. Well, can we, yeah, can we address the elephant in the room? I was going to save this for a little bit later, but yes, this episode does take a weird turn. Like, yeah. catty. And and legitimately, like, I worked it all out as I was as I was cutting bits of audio. It's legitimately from, from minute 20 to minute 30. It's just a man bash 10 minutes. <laughs> and then it's nowhere else. Yeah, I... <laughs> if, we can, if we can go to half... <laughs> so I was this like, is gonna be a good one, guys. This is gonna be a good one. So They're asking look, for it. I um, I made something. We're on the Cardies. That's made something. I made something. Um, why do you always say it like that? Yeah. Because <laughs> I made something. <laughs> look, I don't want to. Because give we've it... heard what Elsie's made. Yeah, in the like I don't want to build it up like it's the most amazing thing ever. It's just I've got a, got a lot of spare time on my hands. I don't have kids or you know jobs that you know inquire uh, require a lot of time like you guys do. So well, I'm just left to my own devices. How do we get one of these said jobs? <laughs> <laughs> so um, this is basically just everything from minute twenty to um, to minute thirty. Well, let's have a 10 minute break. the way the men on the base are acting? Yes, thank you. You notice too? This is awesome. When was the last time you saw a new woman get assigned here? Zing. <laughs> Preach, sister. <laughs> Equal like pay. around. <laughs> you need to 
break it to you, Teal, but you are male. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, Mama said there'd be days like this. Oh, oh come man. on, some of these lines. My husband said that. You out of your mind, honey buns? There is a reason they call it this man's army. This man's army? Your husband actually said that? Okay, maybe it's just me, but I can't figure out how to feel like one of the guys with these guys, you know what I mean? I always feel like I'm the girl. You know, using seduction wasn't in any of the AF training manuals I've ever read. I suppose they do train us to take advantage of the enemy's weakness. Enemies are weak. Gentlemen, there are five women in here very alone. I didn't even need the time. You know, I feel like I'm in a women behind bars movie. An exceedingly beautiful woman. Thank you so much. Feel like a woman, Doc? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean that was um. Oh and that was, my god! Oh, look, uh, first of all, that give was me raw. That was great. That was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hold on. It just really okay. just hits you in the face in just oh, in, in just in those ten minutes. Yep. Mm. There's no resolve to it in the end. It all just no. becomes about defeating Hathor. There's, it's just this weird, just little amorphous thing in the middle of the episode that just, to me, really stood out as something really yeah, odd. Yeah, I'm amazed at the end credits they didn't have a equal pay for women kind of <laughs> <laughs> parade at the end. And love- the weird part, this episode, not written by Catherine Powers. I know. Mm. I, love it how, I love it how they had the... Um, she was getting all the, the women soldiers in, and I'm like, all right, yeah, they're going to have you know woman power, and you know they don't need a man to, to run. The, and then Tilt comes in, and she's like, okay... <laughs> let's go Tilk you can lead us I'm like, I just love just it though I just everything. loved it when they handed Tilk this weapon and he, he was looking at it like what the f*** is this piece of shit <laughs> give me my staff weapon yeah. <laughs> it's like you're about to go to war and someone hands you like a potato gun and you, they're just like yeah. what am I supposed to do that? Yeah. you'll know what to do when you need it <laughs> yeah I think that was just so over the top for me like I guess that's what in the 1997 that was women's rights Women's lib stuff, I guess. That was but, groundbreaking. But it was also an episode written by man. So it's like, yeah. I, to me, it felt Unless, like a man writing yeah, uh, a yeah. feminist. Unless Jay Larry <laughs> Carroll is a woman, then yeah, there were three men part of this. It was a story by David Bennett, Karen, and Jay Larry Cole, teleplay by Jonathan Glasner, who obviously goes on to do quite a lot mm. with Stargate. But you're right, I hate that, and I hate watching TV shows about teenagers, and they're not written by teenagers. It's written by 40-year-old mm. blokes who go, this is how teenagers talk. So, <laughs> no, no, they don't. And yeah. I'm not going to say you should go and hang out with teenagers, because that's also wrong. <laughs> Maybe do a little bit of research. So yeah, and don't have men write lines about, yeah, women... You know, standing up and sisters doing it for themselves or anything, because yeah, yeah that was if, such an aw- like an awkward montage to listen to, mm. especially when you think that it was written by a bloke. Yeah. yeah, and I wonder what those female actors are thinking when they're reading those lines. Kind oh, of, you can tell really? that Carter was just phoning them in. Yeah, like most. I feel of like them. hoping that it'd get cut. Yeah, like, just hoping <laughs> yeah. that she'd give a really bad mm. performance. And he's something like as much shit as as we like to give to Robert C. Cooper. This episode, written by Jonathan Glasner and directed by Brad Turner. These are the two mm. like showrunner figureheads of this show mm. at this point in time. And it's something I alluded to last week when we talked about this episode, is this show, if, if it had continued down this path with the campiness that is Hathor yeah. and the terrible writing they've done with this, with this weird feminist, but imagine what Stargate could have been if they continued down this road. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting, weird... actually, because 
This is the only show in history where they they um signed for a 44 episode shoot. Basically, they signed two seasons before they even aired the pilot. Wow. And yeah, halfway that's right. through season one, they they went for another 44. What? Yeah, which is like unprecedented. Obviously, for, coming from the movie, and they've just decided, you know what? Just go for it, guys. Yeah. Use your fillers. Do whatever you got to do, but... Which and they it obviously was, did. At it some was probably point. one of the first shows as well to to shoot predominantly in Canada. When, I mean, a lot of shows do that now, like you know, Supernatural and Smallville did, and a lot of other shows. Yeah. So it's like that. That was back when it was you know really Does really. Girl shoot there. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a week, but we haven't forgotten about <laughs> it, Maddie. Girl, my girls. <laughs> Just when I thought I could stand be in the same room with you again, <laughs> pull that shit. Got him. Oh, oh god, this is an ongoing thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's even better than the Roseanne gear. Hey, November twenty eighth. Uh, Gilmore Girls Seasons. Check it out on Netflix. Sorry, I'll be what? all over that. <laughs> Fell asleep there. For a <laughs> Is you three talking about football jokes and I'm there, Gilmore Girls, yeah. November 28th. <laughs> My dad would be oh. so proud. <laughs> I just well, don't know how to be one of, the, one of the boys with these boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we're, we're, I feel we're, like an Egyptian sarcophagus in a Mayan temple. <laughs> <laughs> that was a scene, right, I'm about to bring up because... Going into this episode and, and now hearing what you guys said last week and knowing that you were dreading it a little bit because you said it used to be one of your favourites and now when you've seen everything, you go, oh, it's down the bottom end of the scale. I was watching it for those things. I was looking for things that you wouldn't have liked. And it starts off and it's just exposition. Like there's yes. nothing but, right? The tomb yeah. opens Useless. up and it's, you know, um, Indiana Jones wannabe and his <laughs> wife or his partner and a third person. I don't even think we ever see their face. And they bust in like, oh, I knew there'd be another temple in here, but we've never been allowed to open, you know, the, the door in the wall because yeah, the of the Mexican, Mexican government, government. <laughs> until now. And I'm like, yeah. I'm pretty sure she knows the story. Yeah. She, I get the feeling, and I've known her for four seconds as a character. <laughs> That you guys have been working on this for quite a while. You don't need to explain to her how you got here. Yeah. My and if you did, why would scene. you wait till you're breaking through? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is what we're doing right now. But the thing don't I like s- most about that scene is they find the Egyptian sarcophagus in a Mayan temple and he automatically is read, he's an expert of Daniel Jackson's work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I read it. I read an article about this. There was a young. I was actually laughing. Yeah, I was. I was taking a dump, reading a paper, reading this. You know about this idiot who's been mocked by the entire archaeological society. Yeah, he'll be the man to sort us out. He'll yeah. know exactly what to do. Yeah. I knew remembering it would come in handy one day. <laughs> yeah, and they end up dying anyway, so the exposition was useless. Ah. They didn't end up contacting Daniel Jackson. They just sent him the. The, um... Yeah, send him the sarcophagus. Yeah. There you go. Mm. It's priceless. <laughs> Here, you talked about this once, have it? <laughs> <laughs> it's priceless gold. <laughs> it makes people immortal. <laughs> Give it to Daniel Jackson. And, and I'm and I'm sure shipping <laughs> it from it, from Mexico to you know uh, Colorado yeah. would have been so cheap. Yeah, <laughs> you know, absolutely. So Just cheap. it. Because yeah, it wasn't like Daniel was excited to receive it. He's like, oh, they sent me something. It's yeah. like so. It's it was, it's on their coin. Yeah, a yeah. military installation, and it right? was in the gate room. Uh, yeah, a secret military <laughs> yeah, installation. They're gonna do the door. It managed to get signed <laughs> off when you know the the FedEx guys rock up to deliver. Mate, it. we know how bad the security is <laughs> in this place. <laughs> they let people out all the time. It gets into this into the base. They you know must lower it down. You know through a crane down to the twenty eighth yeah. sub level. <laughs> and Daniel doesn't even know about it yet, and it's addressed to him. <laughs> oh, this came like, in the really? mail. I've ordered one of Who's these. Who's it from? Oh, you don't know them. 
Oh, that's that's, that's and strange. It's, and it's now ten feet from the most <laughs> secret thing on the entire planet—a <laughs> yeah. giant ring that goes to other planets. Excuse me, sir. Where yeah. do I put this? Oh, I don't know. Chuck it in the Stargate room. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's legitimately the only set they have big enough to hold a psychologist at this point. They're like, well, that's where we've got to put it. It's addressed um, to Daniel. It can't fit in his room. But then and then ha- to extend the the stupid stupidity of everybody. A crazy woman, theoretically, you know, like Reese's inverted comments, a crazy woman <laughs> yeah. rocks up to the Stargate Command a day after a sarcophagus rocks up, a ghoul's <laughs> claiming to be a ghoul. Yeah. Oh, she's just crazy. Don't yeah. scan her, though. She's escaped don't, from, don't she's escaped from get, a mental institution. She couldn't possibly Don't you be take that overcoat off her that'll show those clothes that she's wearing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the device <laughs> underneath the yeah. clothes that's yeah. emanating energy. Yeah, let her in. Oh, let her in God. to the 28th floor. <laughs> Definitely. But shut the doors so she doesn't see the Stargate. Yeah. <laughs> that she's already quite clearly said she knows is here. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, we'll take anyway. it to the room. We've got an entire base that's, you know, more than 28 levels underground. We'll take it to the room directly adjacent <laughs> to, the, to the thing she wants, but we'll close the blinds. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope nothing goes wrong. It'll be fine. I guess there's a lot of shit. Okay, oh, well, uh, this is clearly, the start of well, a lot of shit we're going to hate on this. That's the other thing, but- too. I know that the Goa'uld's can sense Nakoda, which is the element that the gate's made of, but I didn't think they could sense it from that <laughs> far away. You know, from Mexico yeah. to Colorado. It was a belly device. Then, it was just drawing her. Yeah, drawing and her then 28 in. floors down. That was... Um, See, Donald thing. Trump was president 20 years ago. Would have hit a wall. Would have never got through the Cheyenne Mountain. <laughs> hey, the Donald was onto something. <laughs> but you know what? That whole entry did have a little bit of fun though. When um, when they do go in to speak to Hathor, and she's already she's a, she's a crazy woman who says, "I know the Stargate is there." So we're, oh, shit, get her down here before you know mm. whatever if she tells anyone else anything. Um, and they go in to have a chat with her, and you know she, what does she describe herself as? Or oh, you got the audio for this? Yeah, Hathor. Yes. Have you heard of her? Hathor was the Egyptian goddess of fertility, inebriety, and music. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll? In a manner of speaking. <laughs> I love their comic timing, actually, when they do things like that. Yeah, and they just very, very, very good. Yeah. But really fast yeah. Yeah. Very yeah, Gilmore Girls, if I may say. <laughs> it's just very quick paced. Oh. I, I think you're saying gossip go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just just prior to that, when she introduces herself as, as Hathor and you know God or whatever, and then it just cuts straight to... Uh, <laughs> O'Neill and he's like rolls his eyes hello like we've got a live one here I think she's wearing the most obvious terrible wig that you've ever seen well you don't know what kind of horses they were making that out of back in ancient Egypt you know could have been the finest wig you've ever seen Matty it was made 2000 years ago mate Yeah, that'd be be racist although ironically at some point because if if jumping to the end when she does you know jump through the gate at the end she's got a travelling hat she's got like this big Mm. elaborate headdress hmm well, I mean, even that, where did she go when she came out of the sarcophagus and then the now deceased archaeologist <laughs> outside of the pyramid come in to find it? She and just go, jumped on the FedEx truck, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they, they explained, that they caught a trespasser. Yeah. So yeah. She obviously, she's just walking she around. made her way there. Scenery. And made it, as we just said, very quickly. In the she time went, that it took yeah. to post it, she's managed to get through, you know, that... That that weird wall. She went full apocalypse. She just wandered around a town after a while, <laughs> touching TVs, learning. Yeah. <laughs> and I wonder why she chose not to use her little, you know, love breath power on the guards upstairs to get down there in the first yeah, place. Like that's what I was assuming. Mm. That's the only 
she must have because how and why they make the call, I guess. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that's why they're that's going. Fair oh, yeah, she's come down and yeah, that or she's playing the long time. Hammond's, but Hammond didn't say anything. Why did you do that? Yeah, anything? Mm. I thought that it was a, a good entry point into her um, taking over the men of the base by by taking over Jackson first. Not so much from her because she doesn't necessarily know who he is in the grand scheme of things, but to us as a as a viewer. Her taking over Daniel and just the way that he was sort of almost his body was reacting to, you know, the chemical mm. imbalance or whatever it is taking over him. Just his weirdness while she's talking about who she is and where she's been and what she knows. And O'Neill was sort of looking at Jackson like, what the f is wrong with you? But he was almost trying to make sense of it. And that was his body. His body was sort of his body language just was displaying. So it didn't look out of place. Daniel being sort of overwhelmed with all this new information. Um, so that was kind of nice. And then it moved into the next room. And then she, you know, she took over. Oh, not even before that actually it was was Hammond. But then he left the room. And so then in the next scene, he was the one that got her into the room and then made Jack sort of get close to her for her to take over Jack. So it was a nice mm. sort of you know baby steps along the way to sort of get to the point where she was taking over all the key men in the facility. And that was a really frustrating scene. I. Could imagine for Sam Carter. I do think they executed that well because Jack's there going, she's a gould, she's bad. There's no grey area. It's black or white. She's gould, she's bad. I've never met a good one. And same with, with Teal. You know, he didn't trust her. And then she meets O'Neill and kisses him or whatever. And all of a sudden he's like, oh, I disagree with keeping her around, Carter, if I thought it was wrong. And she's like, what are, what are you talking about? General, you know, come on. What do you think? He's like, hey, don't be rude to our alien <laughs> yeah. guest who's of the race that is trying to destroy us. And it was just putting yourself into the sister's shoes, it was really frustrating. I do think they actually did that very well. But, I mean, I'll, I'll put my hand up. Um, as I've been famous for, I think, three times the last sort of six weeks, I didn't finish this episode before we came in to record, and that was about where I stopped. So I think that was when the sister's oh, stuff started. You didn't oh. even get the jizz bar. No, I yeah. didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> the, shrimp, the shrimp tub. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the weirdest... Th that's the weirdest part is she's That's sitting... mostly mine. <laughs> she's sitting in a tub with a little baby shrimp, is it Sam or, or or um Janet fires a rifle at a tub full of water and baby goulds and it catches on fire? Yeah, mate. Of course. Yeah. Naturally. So water plus gun equals fire? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that... Yes. Ridiculous. Yep. It was clearly kerosene that maybe, she was bathing maybe, in. <laughs> maybe this episode should have been called Fire and Water because otherwise yeah. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> Hey, she ended up being Ra's wife, right? Like, I uh, yeah. Well, slash they, basically, they've slash Daniel finds out that she's a, a no, queen. slash daughter. She's like a queen bee. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And in the mythos, yeah, it's it's uh, wife slash daughter. Yeah, how's that work, Ra? Yeah, I don't know. They were very incestual back in the day. Well, yeah, mm. she, he had a daughter and then married her. Okay, fair yes. enough. That actually does make total sense. Yeah. Yes. A, in, uh, <laughs> in Greek mythology, there's a lot of that going on as well. Oh, mate, the Greeks. Yeah, they were, they were right into it. <laughs> Greek mythology. Grease me up. Let's do it. <laughs> I choose to distance myself from that <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, but... Brendan Handbrake Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new one. I like it. <laughs> At <laughs> the Handbrake Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm changing it. <laughs> when um when they're in when the women are in the prison and they're like, hey, I know how to get out. You know, we can just flirt with the guards and blah blah blah. When they're like, hey boys, there's uh there's all these women in here. And then this chick takes off her shirt. I'm her jacket. I'm like, they're gonna flash their tits. <laughs> they're gonna see some titties. And we didn't. And you know what? It was so. And we didn't. 
how angry were you? Like I said, so <laughs> promising through the whole episode because when the, the Egyptian goddess took off her overcoat I know. and she had clothes on, I was just like, oh, I'm so disappointed. And then like later said, on, she it's... took those clothes off and she had more clothes on. I'm like, come on. Especially when for do you. I get to see the nipples? Having now only seen 13 episodes, like in that first yeah. unedited pilot, um, yeah, you, you know, no more bush, mate. Charay, Charay <laughs> I just got everything nipple, out. She had everything out. So you now, like, it's still like recent you. You're like, we can still see it again. Yeah. We, still, we can still see it again. Yeah. They had in the first episode. Meanwhile, the actress who played Charay I was like, where were my layers? <laughs> <laughs> how how like mixed that would have been though if it was like that female empowerment episode where you had an evil woman taking over the men in the base and then the good women of the base taking over the base again and getting rid of the evil woman that in that scene, everyone get naked. <laughs> oh yeah, get your bits out, ladies. Like just such mixed messaging. And- get in the jelly bar. <laughs> Yeah, I admit she didn't see the end, but the bitch got away. <laughs> she did. What? Through the through the Stargate. Yes, and unfortunately Stargate. we do we do meet Hathor again later down the track. Oh, Obviously. She got away. So. Which apparently oh. some people missed. It's to me it's pretty obvious. Like when the yeah. bath thing catches on fire, you she has she has like a, a cloaking yep. device around her and she gets up out of the tub. Fireproof cloaking. And yeah, device. and walks away sort of out, out the back oh, out the back room. Yeah, I miss I completely missed it. I was watching it with my girlfriend and she saw oh. it. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll take your word for that. And then boom, she's standing in front of the <laughs> like, bullshit. Again. <laughs> I was this close to rewinding, but then I would have had to get up and yeah. rewind. And then the watch it all over yeah. again. Oh, I'm like Stan. So you have to change DVDs on stand too? What? <laughs> yeah, no. You're rewinding from the push button. But yeah, it's like nice. she's, she's lost all her little babies. Everyone's ready to kill her. So she, you know, runs off to the gate to, to escape. But she puts on her travelling hat first. Yeah. Yes. Where so was that? Can even grand yeah. Hey, man, no one's seen her in 2,000 years. She wants to look good. Yeah. She's got to accessorise. Yeah. you got to, especially if you're going to a new planet, you got to rock up like, <laughs> I'm Hathor, bitch. <laughs> what planet did she go to? They, did they end up, they didn't even find uh, out, right? Surely they have Star 69 or something. Yeah, there's no DHD. She knows how to use a QWERTY keyboard, though. (laughs) 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 Walter needs to get a new password, man. Like, (laughs) Teal'c did it the other week when he wanted to go back to Chulak. He fired that up and got his bloody costume out of lockup before anyone knew that he'd left the room. What's Walter's password? Um, Cats one. Cats one. <laughs> That's totally what it is. <laughs> he is a cat man for sure. Oh, Colonel God. Walter or Gen- <laughs> General Walter. General Walter sixty nine. <laughs> he just, you know, he just secretly hashtag wishes. dream, hashtag aspiration. <laughs> he goes home and writes fan fiction about himself being commanded <laughs> the base. Once again, SG1 <laughs> failed, and it was up to Walter to save the day. <laughs> oh, Imagine that. That's how. That's how every DVD. The back of it, like for this one, it's right at the Stargate facility. Hathor uses her charms to seduce the men into helping her take over the world. Can Walter and his female colleagues defeat her? <laughs> Or can Walter and his cats defeat her? Can we please do that? We'll do it from now on next week. We're doing Walter's point of view. Walter's storyline. Can Walter shut the iris in time? (laughs) Well, it's his job to close the iris. I bloody hope so. He's got one job. Close the iris. Will will Walter reveal his password to Hathor? (laughs) Will Walter remember what comes after Chevron 5? Yeah. (laughs) He does. 
will, will Walter know how to say embarkation room again? <laughs> it's gate room. Come on, Walter. Get to it. Oh, we love you, Gary Jones. If you're back at Supernova, we want you in on the yeah. show. Mitch and I were lucky enough to interview him a couple of years ago, and he's oh, an absolute he's a keep boss. talking, mate. <laughs> well, I mean, he's, he's not one of the gossip mail, girls, but you know, whatever. <laughs> General Walter. He's no gossip girl. <laughs> Who was your favourite Gilmore girl, Blake Lively or Leighton Meester? Keep on he's thinking, he's yeah, thinking. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know about you, Reese, but that just went whew, over my head. Rise yeah. above it. Just rise above it. No, it's fine. It. It's not a Because I know Ryan Reynolds' wife. It's not mm. a Roseanne joke. It's not a Roseanne joke. It's not a Roseanne joke. <laughs> well, I mean, clearly my head's adorned. I had something a little edgy, but I think you guys are over it. Jeez, if, if you're <laughs> saying it's edgy, it's... Yeah, that always yeah. worries it's me. probably litigious. Hey, why would you assume that? <laughs> Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. No, we don't have to air it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. It Record it still. No, it was when, um, <laughs> when Carter's for some obviously gets jealous that all the boys like Hathor. So she goes into um, Doc Fraser's office and is writing on the keyboard. And Doc Fraser's like, what the hell are you doing in here? Oh, have you noticed that the boys have been, you know, or what is she Acting say? strange. Acting or... strange. And the Doc's like, oh, finally somebody's noticed like Daniel has been really lippid to me last week and then like and she's like no I just mean and then like the week before that Tilk totally <laughs> me said he was under the influence of a guawold I'm just talking about the last 48 hours oh that's weird <laughs> Is there an eject button on my <laughs> I guess so you know you were saying before she did get away and it's probably it's deserving that she did. If she is this ghoul god, mm. for her to just be, you know, one and done, week, villain of the week type thing and get captured and sort of be jailed. I guess then they could actually, you know, sort of, you know, press it for information and things like they were hoping to do with Apophis uh, a little while ago. But um, it was good, I guess, that she did get away. Uh, and I, not remembering exactly the next time that we uh, we do come across her, I, watching it like Reese at the moment, I'm very interested to see how far along we might see her again and what other Gould system lords is she going to have reconnected with? And, you know, now that she has this information about Earth... Yeah, well, now she's out there. That's she's really like dangerous for, for the SGC, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's why I'm amazed at how did they not go after her immediately. Well, didn't they, they say they didn't know where she went? I can't I quite can't, remember. Um, I can't believe that would be the case. Though. Yeah, well, that Surely was... they'd have a log. It's a supercomputer well, right Did next they say to something her. about, yeah, she, they, she wiped it before she left right, or She's clever. Or... She's magic. <laughs> but going previous to that, like, does Carter know how to use that f***ing gun? Like, she was just staring at that bitch in the bath. And, like, you could have just shot her. And, and she's putting O'Neill in the bath as a Jafar being like, hey, we're going to turn you into Jafar now. We're going to get a little worm in you. And then she's just sitting there with the gun, just looking at her, putting O'Neill in the bath. Mm, and then she walks doing? away out of the room. And he's like, She's like, okay, let's go get him out of the bath. Like... Shoot the bitch in the head. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're a soldier, I love. The other bit of shitty writing, which I didn't really appreciate, was I'm going, why wouldn't you use tranquilizers? And then they kind of retconned it halfway through. I'm like, guys, that's an easy rewrite. And he's like, oh, they're on level f***ing 25 or whatever. And she goes, I wish someone else would tell me that. I'm like, uh, yeah. what? <laughs> why don't you know that? She's a woman. Oh, <laughs> you need to know basis. <laughs> Sister! <laughs> That's what I like, actually, when Hathor says, 
uh, we need to procure the code of life. Daniel's like, DNA? You mean DNA? Of course, uh, you want, of course she does. You, yeah. <laughs> you want a sample? Yeah. Did you find anything? Probably nothing we can use. Maybe we'll at least get a cellular level analysis on the ghouls. Maybe even find some DNA information. A lot of that will probably be mine. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> then I love the bit where it's like, after he has um, had sex with Hathor, there's just this moment where he's just like sitting on the side of the bed like a used piece of meat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, just like when you've woken up, you know, Coyote Ugly style the next morning, you're just like, oh God, what have I done? Yeah. What have I done? That's a, you know, it's something for... Uh, for this character of Daniel, like he he's meant to be the ethical voice and the only married guy on the team, yet he gets around like a mother. Yeah, like how many is that now? <laughs> yeah. So there's Hathor, there's Cave Woman Girl. Yeah. Is there another one? Or do we just making jokes about Sorry. that? No, yeah, he's cracking on to old love, um, Catherine. <laughs> 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 no, there was another one because we were talking about that earlier. What was it? We did mention back in our Emancipation chat how, you know, um, Emancipation is actually one of the episodes that's that's skipped and the fans hate it and it's even actually pulled from syndication a lot. Apparently, this one is actually another one of those. Really? Kind of, even the creators are like, Wow, okay. Yeah. To the point where even uh, they actually make fun of it in a season season eight episode, Citizen Joe. Yeah, right. Okay. Special guest star Dan Castellaneta. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, and they do make a joke about Hathor not being a great one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. Not yeah. the best. I'm just trying not to give too much away for it Reese. It wasn't one but... of my best. <laughs> like when um, Carter's checking O'Neill's stomach to see if he's still got the um, the bloody Jafar slit in his stomach. And, she's, and it was gone. And he's like, she's like, it's a miracle. And he's like, yeah, crunches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. And that's where I spotted kind of a flaw in Hathor's plan because... We're led to believe that her little um, magic dust, you know, pheromone stuff doesn't work on Tilk because he's a Jafar. Mm. She turns O'Neill into a Jafar. <laughs> yeah. So wouldn't he then become immune? Like once yeah. once the dose that she's given him is worn off, wouldn't he then be immune and be like, what the hell have you done to me? I've got a yeah. belly pouch. And then shoot her in the face. Yeah, but he doesn't <laughs> have the uh, embiote in him yet, does he? But that's what I'm saying. Symbiote. Once the symbiote's in symbiote, there, sorry, yeah. would he not then be immune? I mean, obviously, at that point, it's too late because yeah. he's, he's a Jafar. Yeah. But it just in terms of, would would he then follow her as a Jafar? No, you wouldn't. I guess yeah. not. Yeah, it's a bad writing. Mm. I guess that's why they canned it from syndication. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot of things that they do in this season, which they kind of retcon. They change it up, like the way that they go through the gate in the, in the first episodes and they're like, okay, we're not doing that again. Yeah. Mm. We'll conversate still drift and we'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> they don't, you know, there's a whole heap of things that they change. Like they wait for the actual wormhole to be established before they say incoming traveler or C1's IDC. <laughs> I did, um, <laughs> I did work out an interesting bit of math though. Cause I did have a bit of, with the magical pixie dust and the bad red wig, it did give me flashbacks to Joel Schumacher's Batman and Robin with Uma Thurman's yes. Poison uh, Ivy. Yeah. Mm. So I went and had a look at it. Was and that the same year? Yeah, this actually yeah. this this actually premiered on TV four months after that film came out. Wow. wow. So I wonder if you know Brad Turner and, and Jonathan Glazer were just massive fans of Batman it's and Robin camp too, like that. Yeah, and to wow. you know to have the little magical dust that that yeah. Lures men in and, and the bad red wig. I was yeah. like, 
Ooh, it's a little bit too close. I to didn't even fits. think about that when I was watching, but yeah, you're right. Like, oh, oh wow. camp lines. Wow, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm just waiting for. Is that told Lady Freeze as I pulled her plug? This is <laughs> a one-woman show. Sisters! Yeah. You have mentioned that once on our other chats. I think I have, yeah. yeah. it's That line does haunt me. <laughs> um, one po- it's funny, the one positive thing I can pull out of this episode, which actually we, don't, we don't see in this episode, <laughs> is, Reese. obviously you're sort of getting the idea that, you know, um, different gold have different um, symbols. Like, you know, Tilk has the, the snake symbol and, yep. that, and that is for, for um, Apophis. This is actually Hathor's symbol for her Jafar, which we never actually get to see in the episode. I'll show you guys here. We might pop it up Ooh, on our ah, um, cool. Instagram page. It's actually a really cool symbol. Yeah, Loki. that it's is like, cool. It does, like, yeah. Well, it yeah, little, it's like one of the Loki cooler helmet. symbols um, for such a shitty ghoul. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they could have made her so much better. I think maybe if Catherine Powers did write this episode, mm. It, mm. It could, she could have been something better because you don't really see there's not that many female... Well, yeah, just um, being the first one and yeah. the first Gould that was in the base, like yeah. like not just another yeah. one that took over Kowalski, like Ooh, a soldier, yeah. but an actual Gould god. Yeah, who came and the, the the thing that annoyed me was they just dismissed that she could possibly be a Gould because oh, yeah. yeah, she didn't come through the gate. Yeah, it's like well, if you know about the gate, like the same day mm. a, a Gould sarcophagus yeah. rocks up, the only in thing Stargate that command. could sustain that life for that long. It's, yeah, they're not real. Clever. But it's it's just a mishmash everywhere. Like if you think about it, and again, not to give anything too much away for Reese, but obviously in season six they kind of retcon the way Gould actually reproduce to a more mm. logical sort of aspect. Because if you think about it, she's a snake inside a, a woman's body who then has sex with a human so that then she can create more snakes and then creates pouches in Jafar by her little, you know, uterus device, mm. Actually, <laughs> like yeah, the hand device. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make any in-world because sense. Because she said, after that, the the procurement of the DNA and we enjoy it, she then says, we do it this way so um, the symbiotes can interact with the host better. Yeah, yeah but she- I just... I, That's I, why they procure the DNA. It's like what? But like, where where did the baby Guaul Primtas come from? Did she give birth to those? Did she just yeah. like? Yeah, yeah. Out see, of to her me, mouth? to me, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Out of her mouth, out of yeah. her uterus, well, out she's of her in the bath. Yeah, her, like yeah. what? Home birth. So it seems weird <laughs> oh, that this this snake species that's been around for theoretically thousands of years has now decided can take over a person's mind, but then also somehow take over their reproductive system yeah. and make a human reproductive system produce... Yeah, change their DNA makeup. Yeah, you know, produce yeah. little little shrimp. And it's like... Mm. Yeah, it didn't make know, any sense. I don't know. Like, because we obviously found out in um, Thor's Hammer that they once... Uh, the ghoul were once, you know, they um, they used the... Um, oh, God, I've forgotten the name. Unas. The Unas. The Unas is hosts. So it's like, so... Did they do Unas reproduction to get baby? Mm. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, it's, it's stupid. Yeah. She did talk about having a, a reproduction with other species. And she said, you're, that's when she said, your your species way of reproducing is a lot more pleasurable. So it, it won't be. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah, it just, yeah. <laughs> to, to me, it's just bizarre of, of two humans having sex to produce Guawuld. Yeah. It's it's like you remember when remember when yeah. like Prometheus came out and suddenly like from that in the aliens, you know, yeah, universe. Prequel, yeah. And it's like suddenly I thought you meant in SG one. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> um how like, you know, obviously we know how aliens produce with the egg and the, the, the hand thing that comes out and then they put Face something suckers. in the belly and then the alien comes out of that. 
and but that came from a black goo and there was that weird thing where suddenly black goo plus a different kind of alien met meant some different kind of life form mm. and it was all very confusing and i kind of feel the same way here it's like two humans having sex to produce shrimp yeah it's just a weird yeah you can't, I can't wrap my head around it mm. can't, can't, you can't take season one as the law as law in this universe yeah like they they change it later which makes more sense because like obviously they had 88 episodes charted at this point so you kind of got to think about it a little bit better yeah and it is that old adage of, of back you know in the 90s when we didn't have you know live streaming shows and and shows like game of thrones and where they did you know 10 episodes or 13 episodes like Star Trek had to do 26 episodes a season. Mm. And they, so they well, just you, had to smash them all not out. Not even that long ago. The first season of Lost, which came out in 2004, I want to say, had 27 episodes. Yeah. Jesus, oh, yeah. that's crazy. And there is an old thing sort of in TV where they talk about it's the rule of sevens. Like, so on, on average, like, mm. you know, in a 21 episode season, there's seven great episodes, seven okay episodes, and seven terrible episodes and yeah. it's funny if you go back and watch and apply that rule to any tv show it actually really what, does how many are in first season of sg1 22 21 21 22 technically yeah. because the first one is, is a two-parter yeah, yeah. So, can we do that i, I reckon we yeah, should do, do that it. at the end and we get together yes. and you know i mean i know we're doing this one a week so it might be hard to remember for I the likes of you yeah, you yeah. sure to compare our list i reckon that'd be really interesting actually compare our list we might even do like a like a um Recap episode, sort of at the end of season one, we might just go back and and you know review the season as a whole for for Reese, mm. um, and that could be something we could do in there. Cool, but so. yeah, it's something that you can apply to to any other show. Like go and watch you know any other show you like it, you know especially the older the better, and yeah, apply the rule of sevens or the rule of thirds is mm. basically what it is. One third great, one third yeah, one third pretty bad. It's interesting, like around the same sort of time, right? Because you think of the '90s show. I'm a I love Friends, right? You know, and that lasted. What, 10, 10 nine, seasons, 10 seasons, 10 you know, seasons. As, as well, same as SG1. And I love Friends, and it was, it's, you know, obviously one of the most beloved series of all time. I went back and they, I think when they started replaying it on a new channel on Foxtel, and they started from the start, you know, and, and I watched the first season, and I'm like, this is terrible. It's actually yeah. really, mm. really not good. And I'm, I, I'm watching it, and I'm thinking, how this show can't possibly get a second season, even though I know that I've seen the way the <laughs> yeah. show ends. I'm like, yeah. I don't see how at this point enough people were watching it and enjoying it. Because then you think about the way that it progressed on, like we are with Stargate now. You know, we know where it's going. We know how much better it can get. How the hell did you start off like this yeah. and retain enough people watching you, it? When you when you go back now and play like Super Nintendo games, you're like, this is shit. <laughs> but at the time, you're like... from nostalgia. I don't know. But at, yeah, but <laughs> at the, at the time, you're like, this is blowing my mind. This is the best thing ever created. Yeah, I've yeah, still yeah. got my Nintendo 64 and I will rock Super Smash Brothers any day of the week. I love that. Yeah, Mario Kart yeah, the nostalgia. shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Friends night. in particular, I think, dates. And it's funny, like, Seinfeld, which I love, has you know, beepers and no one has mobile phones. They've got to use, you know, they're, mm. they're waiting for a call in a Chinese restaurant. Mm. That. <laughs> to me, that doesn't, that doesn't date as much as friends. To me, friend is this, is this real, what, like the pop culture sort of references? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. It just, it's very, very nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you take away, like I said, some of the really early episodes of Seinfeld, I feel like they're still very, they don't seem like they were made in the late 80s, early 90s. Mm, they still mm. seem very current. Whereas Friends, I think, especially the early seasons of Friends, 
really do date quite easily. Well, as of about two weeks ago, you can check out, I think, every episode of Seinfeld on Stan, which is obviously where you can check yeah. out SG1 as well. Not to give those guys free plugs. We're certainly not getting any of that coin, but you know, <laughs> we want you to watch SG1. So uh, hit up Stan. You can watch uh, all of Stargate. I wanted to talk about Daniel. Um, we're talking about last episode, uh, sorry, the week week before that, Bloodlines, mm. where him and Carter found a vat of Goa'ulds and Daniel's, we found, we made a point in that episode to point out that Daniel's turned around and just murdered these things because mm. he's saving, mm. going to save humans. And what I found interesting in this episode is that um, the only time Daniel managed to, to almost resist Hathor's powers is when she says, we're going to create more Goa'ulds. Mm. And he, he kind of grabs her arm and goes, what? Yeah, and you then tell he kind of is almost fighting yeah, through that yeah, that like, mind control. Be like, no, that's the last thing he wants. Great character building, I think. And then obviously she mm. breathes in his mouth again. And but I'm just like, that's great that mm. that, that yeah. can still continue as his drive at this point. Yeah, his and hatred for I don't know goes if so that deep. Was, that was probably the only good bit about the writing in this was that little <laughs> crappy piece of shit <laughs> line. But for, for me, that that felt that it was good for his character still. And of course, they did have to destroy the sarcophagus at the end of the episode. Can't have, you know, such a valuable piece of technology lying around at at Stargate Command that can just heal anytime anyone gets sick. That's what I mean. They had to keep the equilibrium. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's like, we've got to blow this tech up so we can't even pull any crystals out or anything and just get rid of it. Guess what time it is? It's time to find out if Reese has been paying attention. Mitch, that's that's pretty close to last week. Yeah. Mitch, I want you to leave in that entire just dead air break there <laughs> as we all turn to Reese and he's just like, oh, what, what time is it? What, yeah. what? And, he's, and then he clicks. Get ready for the lowest score ever. These are all gimmies, mate. So <laughs> oh, Stop saying it. <laughs> These are just... So you should be able to smash them out. They're going to be bloody hard. Um, and if this is the first time you're listening, we, uh, you know, Reese, as we said, is our newbie. So uh, we're just plucking out random questions, not so much from this episode, but throughout no, the whole series random. so from, far. From the movie to till this point basically now four from five last week i think that's you yeah. that's the level you, See if beat, you can beat it you know all right you should be able to smash this mate <laughs> <laughs> they're gimmies you know ner- they're gimmies <laughs> you nervous all right so time begins at the end of this first question what does sholva mean in goa'uld awesome. what was the name of daniel's captor in fire and water Oh, bloody... That's a hard one. Som, whatever his name is. Uh, what was the original species that Goa'uld made as their hosts? Oh, bloody... Crocodile... <laughs> oh, <laughs> mate. Who plays uh, Daniel Jackson in the SG movie? Oh, in that famous guy. <laughs> <laughs> what does O'Neill call Took Symbiote? Took Junior. Junior, yes. Junior. F*** me. Mate. <laughs> Hey, I, I got we have, one. We have to give you that one after the buzzer. <laughs> yes. I said the famous guy was his name. I Spader. feel like half, <laughs> half of those answers we he said. He is the only famous in guy this there. Episode. In this episode. We said half of that stuff yeah. in this episode. Yeah, yeah well, f*** you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. Oh, oh man. man. That is Get Into Gate, episode 13, Hathor. <laughs> Uh, we move on to uh, bigger and better things next week. I've got the episode in front of me. Anyone know what the next episode is? Singularity. 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 Guy. Oh, home run again. Oh, oh yeah, again. <laughs> you um, got that one, mate. It's not should... even one of them. I, think I can't wait till they episode. go back to that crocodile planet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we would have even accepted Darth Vader or James Earl yeah. Jones. You gave us crocodile. Yeah, kill a croc. Oh, no. Come on, guys. That's oh, my first day. Turns out. 
Reese has not been paying attention <laughs> to us or the episodes. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't listen. Why should you? No, of course you should. You can find out all our stuff uh, on uh, SoundCloud and iTunes every Get Into Gate episode. If this is your first one, go back, check them all out. And uh, everything else we've got going on socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, simply at Get Into Geek. If you do want to drop us an email, suggest some questions. Apparently, they don't need to be that hard to stump Reese. <laughs> Get Into Gate at gmail.com. <laughs> so true. What, what was the answer to that? <laughs> Unas, Maddie literally said it like 10 minutes ago. I don't listen ago. to Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, you, oh, li- you listen you when there's Roseanne or Gilmore Girls jokes. <laughs> but you don't listen yeah, to the I join in on that shit. I'm just imagining you actually listening to the podcast. And every time Maddie speaks, you're like, who the f*** is that guy? <laughs> He must he must phone it in. Okay? He phones in it after the edit. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, okay, and of course, Get Into Gate is uh, part of uh, Get Into Geek. We're talking all things movie reviews and a lot of TV uh, chats. We've got uh, some Walking Dead stuff between uh, Brendan and I. We've got a lot of uh, superhero show rundowns as well. So check out everything, getintogeek.com. Uh, myself, Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Maddie? Uh, High Pitch Maddie on Instagram. Brendan? At the Brendan Gibson on Instagram. And Reese. At the Flying Gibson Instagram and, <laughs> and all what else? the other socials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Naturally, you're all over everything. Oh, You've had a bloody good one today. <laughs> MVP to Reese today. This has been fantastic. We are back uh, next week talking more Stargate SG1 as we educate Reese, or we're trying to, in all things Stargate, talking singularity. We'll see you then. Hi, Reese. My name's Matt. <laughs> Get into geek.com.